When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why does a narcissist want to know everything about you? Did you ever question that? Early on in the relationship, did you find that you had a lot of connecting moments with this person where they started to learn and understand more about you and open up to you and they you would open up to them more and more and more, but you start to realize that the majority of the information that you're giving them goes really deep, has a lot of information, has a lot of communication about who you are. And you start to realize that the opening up on their side isn't as deep. It doesn't actually tell you as much. It doesn't actually connect as much. Maybe about some past things or childhood things, but like who they actually are, what makes them tick. What's going on with this? Because a lot of times we'll see narcissists that want to know everything about you. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. To help you understand what narcissistic abuse looks like, what's actually going on, help you see the destructive nature of it, and walk you through some of the journey of my life in dealing with narcissism and how I've shown up in these abusive ways. When we talk about narcissistic personality disorder and how it actually exemplifies and how it's shown in a lot of areas, there's a big piece of it that's manipulation. That's a chameleon that's changing to try to mold and modify who they are for the person that they're with. I did this a lot in relationships and a lot inside the affairs because my goal was to get this connection. My goal was to find this ideal love. My goal was to get this moment that I could have with this person that would not only lock them in, but would make them be the ideal partner for me. The majority of the time I was trying to mold and develop this person to be the person that I wanted them to be versus me actually showing up as a man and being who I was supposed to be. Now, when we're talking about this aspect of the narcissist knowing and wanting to know everything about you, what's going on with that? A lot of times a narcissist, and specifically, I would say closer to a covert and a vulnerable narcissist and even a malignant narcissist, is typically going to be going along the lines of trying to research you, trying to understand like your, your tics, your ups, your downs, your vulnerabilities, your insecurities, the things you love, the things you hate. Because the more they understand about you, the better they can actually construct the, the version of themselves that they want to be for you to be able to produce a different result. So narcissists oftentimes go about gaining the knowledge and the things that they want to know from you by sitting down, talking through stuff, going into detail to figure out what's going on. This is normally going to look like dates, you know, going on dates, interactions, adventures, whatever it might be to be able to ask about you. This is the part in the relationship where they feel extremely caring, extremely empathetic, where they're, they're connected and you feel like you've never felt before because this person is engaging with you like no one else ever has. Like they're just riveted to your every word. And it seems like they're putting you on a pedestal in one sense because of everything that you have to say, they're just eating up. A lot of times this is the research phase, like where I would try to get more information about this person, their likes, their desires, everything. One of the key ones that I would get personally of how I operated at that time was I would get like their music, 
like their likes, dislikes inside of music, the nuances there, and be able to leverage that by the music that I played, by the music that I connected with them on how I how I like that, how I, oh, I listen to that too, all these different things to be able to form a different version of myself. So as that person is talking, I'm also creating. I'm creating the person that I need to be to be able to connect. Now, in my mind, it wasn't always, hey, I need to create this to connect, to like control this person. But it's like, oh, this is what this is what they like. Oh, I like that too. This is what they like. Oh, let me look at this too. To build this. For me, there was a part of it that I thought, oh, this is how a healthy con- communication and connection works. Like I'm just going to model some of the stuff that they like. I'm going to connect in that way. And I found out early on that if I can connect with you really quick, if I can connect with that person, like it's going to be a lot easier to establish more of a friendship, more of a connection moving forward. It's all about that initial piece of being able to have something small to be able to expand upon. Even when you think of like a dating or a flirting situation, uh, one of the ones that I know very well would be this aspect of say you and I are walking along the street and you trip. Okay, you don't fall, but you just like trip and we kind of like laugh about it. Later on, I like reference that in front of other people. What it does is it kind of like gives a little inside joke and it kind of connects us. That might be something that I bring back up later on and not something that I bring on the entire time, but enough to be able to establish a small connection. Then it opens up the door to have more communication, to have more interaction. So why does nurses want to know everything about you? There's a piece that I think that a lot of nurses think that knowledge equals power. Now, unfortunately, that's a skewed concept because knowledge just by itself doesn't actually do anything. How you leverage that, how you use that, how you apply that is what actually makes the difference. This is why a lot of times a narcissist after the relationship, when they're, you're broken up or when you're no contact, they're still like stalking you because they still want to have knowledge. They still feel like they're having some level of control over you by knowing information about you. There's this piece of the point of getting the knowledge at the beginning is a whole section to be able to connect and to control. Part of the desire of what they're trying to do is to control you. Now, does this always come across overt and like, oh, I'm going to control you? No, not at all. A lot of times it's just subtle of knowing your likes and dislikes and being able to position themselves in a powerful place so that you make sure that you follow after their lead, that you follow their guidance, that you go the direction that they want you to go. That's the whole thing that a lot of times narcissists will use and manipulate your insecurities, your vulnerabilities. Sometimes feeling like they're going to fill that void, that they're going to fix that wound, that they're going to help you with that hurt, and then to realize that they're just making it wider, that they're just breaking you down even more. When we talk about this aspect of narcissism, they'll use information over and over and over to be able to manipulate you and to be able to control your target. Did you ever have this? Did you ever have an aspect in your relationship where you realize the things I've been communicating for such a long period of time in the relationship are now getting turned back around on me? They're now getting put on me like it's my fault, like I did something wrong. And this is part where it gets confusing because you're like, these are the things that he said that he loved about me. He said he loved all these aspects about me. And now it seems like he hates them. Now it seems like he doesn't even care. Now it's those are the things that he's, he's using to say this is why he's leaving. And then it gets even more insane and crazy in your mind because then he goes to the next relationship and those things don't matter at all. Because at that point, he's using and he's modifying his mask to look different to the other person. So 
what do you actually do about this? Like, how do you protect yourself from a narcissist who wants to know everything about you? Like, some of it is is having an idea at the beginning of a relationship, like, we need to slow down. This is going a little too fast. A lot of narcissists love to go fast. They have to. Because they have to build a connection before you can see behind the mask. They have to build a connection before you can realize the void that's underneath. The piece that's going to be a different version of your love. A different version of their own love. Of how they're actually showing up. Of how they're treating you. So that connection piece has to be quick. So you can get caught on the euphoric of how great it is. When reality is just a facade. It's just a pipe dream. It's just a version. An image of what's there than what's actually true. Than what's actually built in reality. Did you have this happen in your relationship where the other person would ask you multiple times like about a ton of your life and gather information, just collect information, 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 and then you start to see some of that gets leveraged or you see some of that gets used. When you're talking about a covert, vulnerable, malignant narcissist, sometimes it can feel absolutely insane because you mentioned one thing that's your insecurity and you see them do that. And then they, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. But then you see them do it again. And you see these little digs and these little pieces that start to make you doubt your current reality, start to make you doubt what's actually happening on a consistent basis and makes you feel crazy, makes you feel confused. You might be sitting here today thinking the relationship that I've been in, that person loved everything about me. Now they hate everything about me. I don't understand what I did wrong. I don't understand why I wasn't good enough. I want to propose this thought and this idea that we have to walk people through is that it doesn't have anything to do with your worth. It doesn't have anything to do with your value. It's going to feel like that because the narcissist is going to put that on you. It's going to try to make you doubt your current reality, your current perception, and make you feel like it's all your fault. A lot of times people will feel like, why was I not good enough? And the hard reality is you never were good enough. Not for that person. Because they were never going to have a standard that you were going to be able to meet and a love that they were going to be exemplified to you. Now, what you have to understand with that as well is that doesn't mean that you have no value. That doesn't mean that you're not worth anything. That just means that that person did not choose to value you in the way that they should have. Imagine it this way. Imagine you have a diamond and the diamond is shined and polished and put in this amazing majestic case. And There's people from all over the world that come to look at it. And then you have that same diamond that someone takes out, hands to someone else, they drop it on the ground, it gets run over, it gets muddied up, everything like that, and it just looks really ugly. In that example, the diamond didn't change its value, but how someone treated it definitely did. You've been with someone who has put you down, that has muddied you up, that has beaten and bruised you. That doesn't mean that your intrinsic value, who you actually are, your worthiness is gone or vanished. It means that you just have a lot of shit on top. You just have a lot of stuff that that person's put on top of you, but that doesn't mean that you can't rise above that and continue to grow yourself into being the person you were called to be. This is why we created the challenges, to be able to help you step into a new version of reality, new version of who you are versus the one that you currently are in, where you're stuck as a victim, where you're stuck trying to figure out how do I actually get out. We want to be able to help you move into a survivor, of knowing, hey, you've won in the aspect that you have broken free of their emotional hold over you. You've started to grow. And then we help you turn into a thriver of going and developing and becoming the person that you're called to be in all of your goals, your dreams, your visions moving forward. If you're interested in starting that journey, you can go to scapetoxicity.com to be able to start off and understand this is what narcissism is. This is what's actually happening in the relationship. 
You'll be able to fill out a couple things if you want to interact with me. You can go to rawmotivations.com. You can grab on one of the emails that will come to you because we're trying to help people every single day partner with getting free from the mindset that will keep you stuck for a long period of time.